Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by Justin Wells, InsideTexas.com beat reporter uh, for recruiting and does also does a, a lot of work on the team uh, for Inside Texas. How you doing today, Justin? I'm, uh, I'm hungover, Bobby, and I didn't even drink. <laughs> yesterday well, was, think, uh, was crazy, man. I think yesterday was uh, uh, one for the record books, five commitments for the Longhorns. Uh, we're taping this at uh, around 10.30 on um, Monday morning. So I want to give people a, a time segment for what we're talking about here because we do think that Texas is likely to get another commitment or two today. Uh, and so we don't want people to think we're behind the times. But I, I really want to go uh, with you and, and talk about the momentum Texas has created at this point and get your feelings on that. You were also this week, past weekend, over at the Manning Passing Academy, subsequent to uh, Arch Manning selecting the uh, Longhorns and you had an opportunity to talk to some folks there about that including uh, his uncles and uh, maybe you got a little chance to talk to Arch as well for a bit but um, I wanted to I wanted to go through that and then also talk to you about uh, where you see Texas at some of the positions uh, and what they're doing right now from a recruiting start so let's let's start with with uh, what what I first mentioned and that's the momentum that Texas has gathered uh, you know after the Arch Manning commitment, Texas picks up five commitments on Sunday, one on Saturday, uh, could be more on Monday. Uh, have you seen anything like this? I mean, I, I've been doing it 30 years and I haven't. So uh, your, your call on this, what do you think? You know, we were texting about it this morning and, and we really couldn't find very many, any other chances where this was, where this happens. I mean, junior day 2006, Matt Brown basically cherry picked every five-star in the state. It was similar. 2010, uh, they had a, a slew hit them. I believe it was in early May. And then in uh, 2016 on signing day, they had a handful that kind of dropped in, in, in sequence. And so it, I, I can't recall ever seeing this. And it was, I mean, we're just like, you know, we're just like fans in a sense that we're, we're sitting here and we're trying to catch up with everything because everything was moving so fast. And usually recruits like their own moment. They like their own their own day and I think this really speaks high highly of this group they don't want that they want to be they want it together this offensive line group wanted to do it together and that that's tremendous that that's absolutely tremendous you know it, I, it's funny I, I was texting with Will Randall yesterday and I said look what you started I said every kid I've talked to says that hey have you seen that kid from New Orleans that committed to Texas and I said you know of course, Arch had to follow you. I said, now you, you have started a slew of commitments. And I just want to know, like, how much more is coming? And he let me know that there was more coming. And so I, I thought it was funny, uh, you know, because those guys are, are such good friends. And, and so yesterday was crazy. It was fun. It was exhausting. I, had, I needed a cigarette afterwards. And uh, 
Now I'm refocused, getting that vibe, working on coffee number two, because brother, we got more work to go. Yeah, there, there's going to be uh, some things happening this week. It looks like uh, Texas just knocked it out of the park uh, with the recruiting weekend. Uh, tell us some of the anecdotes that you learned uh, about this weekend's recruiting visits. Uh, I know you talked to Anthony Hill's dad. I mean, just a number of different uh, things that you learned. I don't, it's funny. It was almost, you know, Eric wrote the perfect storm with, with Arch Manning committing it, and he really pinned it perfectly. The guy is, is, is incredible. It was almost a perfect storm of timing because I don't know if you could have had a better group of guys on campus for the, for the, 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 the back, the, the, the aftermath of the archness. Because most of those, when I talked to most of the players, they said as soon as they got there, the first thing they said is, we got Arch. Who's next? There was just a different vibe in the, in the locker room. There was a different vibe in the, the football facility. Everyone was just, and you have to understand, this group has already been joined together. Like this group has been building over the last spring. These players have bought in. If you talk to these recruits and you talk to these players, that's one of the first things they say. They say this group is different than they were last summer. This group is more in tune with each other. This group is more on the same page. And I think that speaks to Steve Sarkeesian's uh, culture that he's trying to build. Kyle Flood and, and, and with, with help from all those guys. And so um, having Darian Gillette on campus this weekend was perfect. Having Anthony Hill on campus this weekend couldn't have been a better visit. I remember we talked about about a month ago that, that Anthony Hill was going to be here on, and all these other guys were going to be here when Arch wasn't. And we thought, man, what a missed opportunity. Could have had all that. But there was something in the cards bigger and better. And Texas pulled it off. And so, you know, one of the interesting things that Anthony Hill's father told me last summer at the elite camp, it was Arch Manning, Jonte Cook, Malik Muhammad, Anthony Hill Jr., handful of other just superstar prospects all on the field. Sark look up, looks over at, at, at Mr. Hill and says, man, I could only dream if I could, if I could get all these guys. And Mr. Hill said, man, you never know. And so I, I of all the, the, the recruiting and everything that happened, you get five commitments in one day. I honestly still feel like the movement they made with Anthony Hill might be the most underrated part of this entire weekend because they've got their guy on offense. When Cooper Manning is texting the father of a recruit during an official visit and saying, we want Anthony Hill, there is not a better recruiting pitch, Bobby. They don't exist. Yeah, I, I feel like that's part of it. Uh, you know, you mentioned Darian Gallette. Uh, he's, he's a guy that could, could be announcing soon. He could wait. Uh, we're waiting to see what exactly uh, transpires there. Billy Walton, a uh, young man out of South Oak Cliff, another guy that uh, we're waiting to see what happens uh, today and this week. Derek Williams, another visitor from this weekend, a, a safety out of New Iberia Westgate. Uh, apparently he had a great visit. There's just a number of different guys, some even uh, that we're waiting to hear from that visited in prior weeks. Uh, you know, that, that uh, uh, one of them just committed on Saturday, Leone LaFau. It seems to me uh, like Texas is doing a good job on the official visits uh, above and beyond maybe what's happened in years past. And, and I'm wondering if there's anything that you're aware of that they're doing different. Are, are the coaches just coaches and the head coach, as well as the assistant coaches, maybe be maybe more on the same page? Are they connecting better? What's what's going on there? What are you hearing from the parents and the players? That's a great question, Bobby. Um, 
I think the first thing you have to think of, and, and I've heard this from a number of recruits, in Sark's first year, and when they did all their recruiting last spring and last summer, it felt a little rushed. It felt a little disorganized. And that's normal. That, that, that sh it, it, it's going to be a little bit like that. Sark just took the job. He was still hiring assistant coaches. Brent, Every Venable, Brent Venables is going through it right now at OU. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it's nothing against that staff. It just takes time. And when, when, when some of these kids told me, they're like, last summer, we love Texas. We love the facilities. We love the coaches. But it just felt a little rushed. It felt a little thrown together. It's completely different. It's flipped. That Sark has got his bearings. This recruiting staff, Chris Gilbert, Jake Lange, they have their bearings. They, they, they understand kind of the, the lay of the land now. And the players and the parents are, 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 are answering to that. They, 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 they feel that. And it, what's funny is in some of these circumstances, I felt like a player may be doing pretty good with Texas before they got to these official visits. They looked good with Jonte Cook before. They looked good with Malik Muhammad before. It was almost like that official justified their feelings and their emotions towards what school they're going to pick. And so what they're doing, I think it's, it's just a, 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 a really, a, I hate to say it again, it's a perfect storm because you have so many, it's a timing mechanism right now. And, and these kids, they like, they like what's popular. They like what's trending. And all it takes is a spark. And Arch Manning was a flame. And now the rest of the guys are trying to see where they're at on, that, on, on, on this train because, you know, they, they were six, seven commitments less, less than five days ago. This has happened so fast. It's really hard to get your hands around, but I think it's Sark getting his bearings. I think it's the staff getting comfortable. And Brennan Marion and Tashar Choice, they have made great evaluations on character and talent. And I think those two facets also have contributed to uh, this early success. Uh, I want to ask you about Jonah Wilson, the wide receiver that Brennan Marion identified and took. Uh, but before I do that, um, any, you know, in each recruiting visit, we talk about unsung heroes during the recruitments and, and whatnot. Um, it seems to me that maybe the unsung heroes in this past weekend were actually the guys that came in that were already committed. Samaje Burrell uh, did, is the linebacker out of North Crowley. Uh, he and Darian Gallette are good friends, and they've made friends with, with Anthony Hill and those guys. Uh, you have Ryan Niblett getting to know Jonah Wilson. Uh, Trey Wisner and Jonte Cook, obviously now teammates at, uh, uh, at uh, uh, DeSoto. And then Dylan Spencer, the big lineman out of a C.E. King, welcome going in there with all those other offensive linemen as well as all those uh, key defensive prospects as well. Uh, it, it seems like they're, they're, those guys are kind of the, the unsung heroes of this weekend. Or I, I don't want to say heroes, but definitely had a, had a positive impact as well. And, and that doesn't always happen because sometimes those guys get jealous of, of uh, the attention others are getting, you know, or they want uh, more attention for themselves. But it sounds like uh, just uh, Texas had a great weekend overall, and those guys were very, very much a part of it. You know, I mentioned Choice and Marion doing, being really good with their evaluations on, on mental, uh, you know, the character side. I think that's a team thing because Samaje Burrell is the ultimate team guy. A kid they signed last year that enrolled um, from Texas High, Derek Brown. That's another guy that's not going to make an immediate impact on the field, but he's certainly making one off the field. 
It's, it's the type of guys they're bringing in, Bobby. These kids are unselfish. When's the last time? Have you ever seen four offensive linemen commit to the same school on the same day and announce all within a few hours span? No, not in 20, not in this day and age because kids like their moment. And that's, that's, that's justified. But when they put the team first, it becomes infectious. And I think you have to add to the fact that Texas had a great spring in bringing in Quinn Ewers and an Isaiah Nayor and a, and a Ryan Watts. I think you have to, and a Jai Hall. I think there's just, there's, there's this building of momentum and Arch kind of pushed it to an avalanche. So it was already kind of building up. It was already kind of in the works. And so at the end of the day, you know, it's, 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 it's refreshing to see it. You know, it makes our job a lot more fun. I'll say that for sure. Uh, and it's unique, but give Kyle flood credit. You know, last year they signed the best offensive line class in the country for 2022. This one won't be rated the highest in 2023, but it might be the closest. I mean, these are four guys that have gone through this process together. They've taken their visits to Texas together. They, they've become friends on and off the field. That's huge. Nobody can recruit a program better than the recruits that are going there. A coach can say everything. A parent can say all the right things. But when your, your buddies, your colleagues, the guys that you're going to go in the foxhole with are telling you, look, we're building something. It's time to jump on board. There is not a better recruiting tool than the recruits themselves. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I, I completely agree. Um, now we're entering a dead period. Uh, recruiting dead period, is, as people may or may not know, uh, Limit, limitations on how, how kids can visit the schools and whether or not they can uh, do so, different sorts of things. So we're going to experience a lull a little bit on the visits of, to campus and whatnot. But we are still expecting a lot of news this week, right? Absolutely. Just because, yeah, the, the visits may, that, that's going to dwindle down, you know, in the beginning of July. And But that's what visits are for. It, it's for you to, to go on the trip, Soak it all in, go home, talk to your parents, pray on it, you know, think on it, wait, go to sleep on it, wake up, see what you feel like. I think that's a good thing because, Bobby, if they didn't have these dead periods, it would be 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, and, and this, this process already wears recruits and parents down and coaches for that matter. And so, you know, I think it's a good little, it's a good, it's, it's a good time. It, the timing is good because there are still, four or five, maybe six guys that Texas looks really, really good for right now that maybe they didn't want to do it on that one day yesterday. Maybe they want to space it out a little bit. And if I'm the Texas recruiting staff, that's actually the way I want to do it. I want you guys to space it out because then you extend the momentum. And then the summer, it just becomes that much better. The, the, the whole momentum, the whole, all of it just becomes that much better. And so I'm glad that it's kind of, you know, that, that we won't see hardly as many visits until, I guess, early August is when they can, can do that again. But that's not going to stop recruiting, and that's not going to stop this class. This train is going, and this, this sucker is going nuclear. Yeah, it looks like it's in, it just a different stratosphere right now because I, I tell you what, and, and, and you know what? They 
all of those players that committed yesterday or over the weekend were not necessarily all of the highest rated players, but it goes to the fact of just how quick players are making decisions because they're that interested in the Longhorns right now. Uh, so it, it's, it's, they, they could have drawn that out until November, December, some of these guys. Uh, instead, they, they felt the momentum was real and, and confident enough to make their decision and went after it. So uh, big news uh, there for the Longhorns, of course. Uh, let's, let's transition now and talk a little bit about the Manning Passing Academy. Uh, you said you talked to Will Randall yesterday. Uh, you also went over to, uh, 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 oh, goodness, not, oh, Thibodeau, University. Thibodeau, Thibodeau, Louisiana. I almost said Natchitoches again. I don't know why Natchitoches. I wish it was in Natchitoches. Oh, yeah, that's the northern four part. Four hours closer. Yeah, that's that's in the <laughs> northern part of the state. I just I think it's because that's where Nichols State, Nichols State is in Thibodeau. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, anyways, my, my, my apologies there, Justin. Uh, but anyways, you were in Thibodeau, uh, for the Manning Passing Academy, went out there, uh, spent some time, uh, immediate feedback you got from the Manning brothers or uncles, I guess that we could call them now, as well as Arch himself and, and his grandfather. When, when I arrived, um, you get out of the car, you know, in East Texas, it was a hundred, I left, it was 103 with about an 80% chance of humidity. I get to Thibodeau when it's 107 with a hundred percent chance of humidity. <laughs> and so it was a little different, but um, even with that, it, there was still Arch Manning talk. Everybody was talking about it because we were made, you know, we were instructed, you cannot talk to Arch Manning. Do not ask the Mannings about Arch Manning, his commitment. I also found out that they were actually originally planning to announce his commitment that Saturday. At the, at the Manning camp, that was kind of the, the, early, the early direction. And Arch woke up on Thursday morning, and he, is, he does not like the attention, Bobby. He is – I, it's rare you see a five-star quarterback that does not want the spotlight, and he does not. He doesn't want to mess with any of it. He just wants to be a kid, and, and justifiably so. But that buzz – I mean, Arch wasn't even there the first day, and that's what everybody was talking about. The 200 volunteer coaches – the 1,300 quarterbacks and receivers that were, were on the field, it is, and it's one of the most well-run, well-organized. I'm telling you, when the Mannings put their name on something, that's success, and that's winning. That's just what they do. I, I, you know, I, I was able to catch up with a few of them. Uh, I asked, first thing I told Cooper was congratulations, and, and I asked him if we, you know, if I could add, you know, if we could get into the, 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 the decision and things of that sort. He said, no, Justin, I just want to let it breathe a little bit. We want to give it a little bit of time to breathe. And so we respected that. I was able to catch up. I asked a, a Peyton about if there's been an argument about who's the real UT in, in, in the home in, in the Manning click right now. And, and of course, he, he laughed about it. And of course, he thinks it's still Tennessee, but Arch is going to try to, uh, to top that. Asked Eli, you know, what he thought about it. And he said, well, you know, I almost picked Texas. And uh, we had heard that before. We had not, we'd heard that story, and and so that was that was also interesting. Archie was just just so proud. That proud grandfather. His son made a big decision. I think down in his heart, he might have wanted Ole Miss a little bit, but he was also talking about Ole Miss and in, in Omaha. He was really excited because Archie actually played baseball for Ole Miss, and so he was he was kind of on that Rebels kick. I think he was feeling the love of that College World Series, but nevertheless happy non-influential that was another thing Peyton mentioned the lack of influence that those guys had 
if Arch come, came to them to call them and wanted advice, they pick up the phone, they talk to him, but they didn't solicit it. And that was a big thing because that's how Cooper and Mrs. Ellen Manning handled this. They wanted, they wanted Arch to make this decision on his own and they wanted to put the parameters around him it, to, to give him the full advantage. And so I was able to catch up with Arch a little bit on Friday evening. And I obviously told him congratulations. First thing he said was, I was relieved. I'm relieved. And, and I, that's the sense of the coaching staff at Isidore Newman. That's the sense of some of the, the family and friends. It was kind of a relief. It's kind of, okay, we've gotten past this. Because this recruitment, this magnitude, I'm not sure. I mean, I've never covered anything like this. And I've watched this. You've done this for 30 years. I'm comparing Chris Young. I mean, Chris Sims, Vince Young, um, you know, things of that, guys of that sort with, with this type of recruitment. I think they're all relieved. I think they're happy. And here's the great, the best part. I just talking to a few of those guys around there. I got the impression Arch Manning already knew he was going to Texas before he took his official visit. I got the impression Arch Manning may have known this months before. And that official basically justified it. You talked about unsung heroes, Michael Taffy, the walk on DB from, from Austin Westlake, tons of credit, tons of credit. That guy helped with Arch and with Will Randall both. Both of them. He, he deserved tons of credit. But at the end of the day, the Manning Passing Academy, I didn't get to see Arch throw. He, he, he set it out. And understandably, you know, I think I don't think that he has anything to prove. There was nothing really to, to, to gain there. He got to drive around on the golf cart, say hi to his friends, do his thing. Um, his head coach, Nelson Stewart, was so happy, so excited. He calls him he calls himself Arch's left tackle. He's like, <laughs> I don't let anybody get to Arch. I'm the left tackle. And he does a tremendous job. And I want to give him a ton of credit. He's been so helpful to, to me and to Inside Texas. And, and so that buzz, Arch wasn't even on campus. And there was a buzz. And then when he showed up, you just saw it all. Oh, you saw the flock of people just, they wanted his attention. And I understand them guarding him. I understand it somewhat sequestered. I get that because it would have been overwhelming. And you know what? That's their camp. Let them control that. And it was a great time, Bobby. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you had some time. I'm glad you were there uh, for uh, to, to cover it for Inside Texas. Uh, right now, Inside Texas is running a special $1 for four months of uh, a subscription to Inside Texas. Uh, you're not going to get information like this anywhere else. Justin Wells just proved it to you with that uh, soliloquy on the Arch Manning recruitment and his time there, if anything else. Uh, I thought that was a great inside scoop kind of piece there, Justin. Much appreciated. Uh, for uh, for us. Um, Justin, last but not least, I want to go over where you think Texas is headed over the next couple of weeks here, a couple of days even, um, with recruiting. Uh, what does it look like to you? What are you thinking uh, as we move forward into uh, the last couple of days of, July, uh, of June and into the month of July? I would tell fans to expect the unexpected because that's how we're doing it. We, we can't, we can't, put our phone down. And that's a good thing. That's a great thing. That's why you should go to inside Texas because there's, it's constant. The community is, it, it, it's a great place to be right now. And that's only going to grow Bobby. I, I love where Texas is with wide receiver, DeSoto, DeSoto wide receiver, Jonte Cook. I love where they are. He dropped a top three on Friday, Oregon, Michigan, Texas. I think it's Texas by a mile. I love where they're at with Daring Gillette. You know, the, the linebacker slash edge out of Marlin. I tell people all the time, you know what, you want to know what an Alabama linebacker looks like? Darren Gillette. 
230, running the anchor on a four by one and four by two, playing above the rim with that explosiveness at 230 pounds. That's what a Bama linebacker looks like. And so I love where they are with, with him. I, I like where they're building with Anthony Hill. This is a recruitment that three or four months ago, I would probably have put Texas third behind OU and, and Texas A&M. Today, no, no longer doing that. Anthony's been recruited for over three years. When I asked his father yesterday, what's his timeline looking like now? Because it was looking like probably sometime mid, late senior year. He, he simply said it could happen at any time. And I think that's something that fans need to be aware of. And so they're in a great spot with some of these bigger, bigger guys. And to me, that's where you get the boom. You know, it's all it's it, it's great when you when you nail those evaluations. Kyle Flood, Trevor Guzman might be a three star, but look at his upside and look at the development that Kyle Flood does with those guys. If he wanted nothing but four and five stars, he would assign the same class he did last year. But he doesn't. He wanted the, he wanted to nail his evaluations. He wanted to nail his character, character guys. And he did that. And I think when you the next few weeks, you're going to see more big boom guys. The biggest one, the one I, I think most of us are really, really angling for is Cedric Baxter. What's he going to do? He just came off an official to Texas, just came off an official to Texas A&M. He's kind of in, 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 he's in, he's in that stage right now where he's getting ready to make a decision. That's the number one running back in the country, Bobby. Without Arch Manning, I'm not sure Cedric Baxter is in the conversation, at least seriously in the conversation with Arch. It's a race. This thing could happen. And so it, it's one of those things where you just have to stay tuned. You have to stay plugged in because it's moving quickly. It's moving fast. And especially now that they don't have the, they won't, the, the, the visits, we won't have as many visitors anymore. I think you'll see some more stuff pop up just because it's, it's good for momentum. It's good for morale. And like I said, these recruits are recruiting each other. And the best way, you know, Jeff Trailer told me years ago, the best way to get a good recruiting class is to get the guys in one group text and have them check on each other every single day. That builds more camaraderie. That builds more. It's a team building exercise before they ever get on campus. You do that and they'll come. They'll bring people with them. And I think that's what this class is doing. Last cycle was outstanding. That's not a top five class with a five and seven record. Come on. Now you're going to nab Quinn Ewers from the portal with a generational talent, an arm of that kid. Now you're going to bring in Arch Manning in, 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 in uh, January of 2023. This is exactly what Texas fans have been waiting for over the last 10 years. It's not just momentum, it's hope. And it's, if there's anything to hope for, it's these guys. Well, you, you mentioned one thing about players recruiting other players. Arch Manning, uh, according to Jerry Hamilton, was expected to call uh, Braylon Shelby, uh, the edge prospect out of Friendswood last night, right? I mean, so it's, it's not um, – you, you mention all of this and we talk about it, and I just find it fascinating, uh, really, uh, all the inner workings and, and how Texas is going about it. Uh, the Longhorns certainly capitalizing uh, over the weekend, uh, picking up six commitments, five yesterday alone, uh, more possibly on the way uh, well, today. Don't forget, don't forget, Arch reached out to Jonah Wilson yesterday. He doesn't want that. No, he doesn't want that attention, but he's working behind the scenes on building this class. And that's, a, that, that's, that's something to give people uh, happy. Another great anecdote there, Justin. All right, Justin Wells, InsideTexas.com. Uh, that'll be it for today's episode. Uh, check back. Uh, we'll try to have some more tomorrow. And remember, please give us a try at InsideTexas.com. 
uh, news and notes coming out almost hourly, it seems like right now, with so much recruiting news. Thanks, Justin. Bet. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.